Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony speaking. I'm here with Jaime and Vance, and tonight we're talking about Ubisoft's new game, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. The side-scroller that just came out uh, about a week ago, and um, I've been playing it, and I've been having a great time with it. But uh, yeah, that's our topic tonight, and uh, so welcome to the show. Sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the, uh, the episode. Jaime, what's going on? Not much, not much. Just gaming, doing the family thing, doing the work routine. I was actually really ex- happy to be here today. There's a lot to talk about, but let's talk, let's let's see what we have to hear on Prince of Persia today. Vance, what's going on with you? Everything, everything. I'm uh, Edgar Hunt. Glad to be here. Ready to get into some uh, Prince of Persia. That's right. Prince of Persia from Ubisoft. Kind of a, a reboot a restarting of the franchise, but this time it's a side-scroller, very stylized uh, with the artwork and everything, but I've been playing it. I've been having a great time with it. Usually it's hit or miss with me with the side-scrollers, so, you know, I was playing uh, Hollow Knight a few days before, and, you know, it's it's kind of uh, starting off of not a lot of story there, but with Prince of Persia, there is a story, and it's not deep or anything. It's not award-winning. But it's a solid story, and you have your main character, Sargon, and he's part of a group that's called the Immortals. Love that name, by the way. Uh, and it starts off, you're fighting uh, like this invading army and, and defeating them, and then you're awarded. The, the Queen of Persia is like awarding you with all this fanfare and awards and and then something happens, and then the story kicks off from there. You know, it's it's a story of betrayal and just fun action. I've really enjoyed it. You know, it's a Metroid style game where, you know, Vance. I know you were you were you were playing a demo. You weren't really familiar with a Metroid style game, right? So it's like, okay, you're going to play through right. an area, and then there's going to be secret areas that you won't realize are there, or you might realize are there, but you just can't get to. But as you play deeper and deeper into the game, you're going to acquire powers that are going to give you the ability to go back and go into those areas or finally find a way to get to, you know, some area that you weren't able to get to before. So it opens up and expands areas that you've already traveled through. So there's a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they introduce a new mechanic, not a mechanic, I guess you would call it a mechanic where you can take a picture of an important area that you might need to come back to because you can't get to a certain area or through a certain door. But there's uh, a, can't... there's a cost or there's a, a catch to it, right? You can't just take pictures. Right. Yeah. Otherwise you would just, you know, hit the screens, the screensaver on your, on right. your controller, right? I'm playing on PS5. Like, Oh, screen save that. Yeah. It's kind of funny though. It's like, it has this feature and, and I've seen people talk about, this is a fantastic feature that all side scroller Metroid style games should have. And I'm like, well, can you just take a screenshot? Yeah, they built it into the game and you have like a, a jewel that you use and it puts it there and it shows up on the map. So you can like go onto the map and say, oh, there's one of my jewels. Let me let me scroll, uh, highlight that and, and zoom in and see what's there and it'll show you the picture. And then, oh, okay, I remember that. Maybe. I mean, there's so many different areas and secret areas and stuff that uh, it, it really is hard to keep up with that. All the, the secret spots that you need to go back to. I consider myself somebody with at least average memory and uh, I'm straining. I'm getting to the point now where I've opened up enough of the map that uh, 
it is starting to turn into a little bit of a strain trying to remember everything. Oh, was there an opening there? Was there a door there I couldn't get through, a trap or, or, or something high up? Yeah, so it's a cool feature. I haven't really used it a whole lot, maybe two or three. Um, So when you first turn on the game and, uh, you know, it's going through the intro and stuff like that, like what stood out to you with this game? I would say the artwork, just the style. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not going to blow your socks off graphically. You know, it's not pushing to new areas with the graphics, but the artwork is really good and how they implement it with like, the voice acting and the and the and the story, how it kind of unfolds in kind of like a three D way, like you know, like you're watching an anime or a cartoon, and then it, it when it gets into the fighting action, it will go to like the side scroll report. I really like how that's implemented. I think we talked about that when we talked about our Sea of Stars a month or so ago. Uh, Jaime, like how they incorporate similar stuff into their gameplay. This is the same way, except with higher, I mean, very high production values coming from a major studio like Ubisoft. Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed, too. Like, just how, like, if I had to compare it to a game, Ratchet and Clank, like, just how vibrant the colors were and, like, how everything's, like, you know, colorful and it definitely attracts you, you know, like, straight out the gate. And then, you know, like you said, like, with the artwork, you can definitely tell, like, you know, even with different enemies and stuff like that like the detail like they put into it you know like the time the geographical where it's located at everything makes sense you know and, and it's like that's just something like now i was starting to kind of notice just the details of the game but yeah it's a very thought out artistic game though not only is the artwork great the voice acting has been great some of the acting from certain characters is just okay the main character sargon he's very two-dimensional he's a he's a I'm an action guy and I'm, I'm intense and I'm going to go in here and nothing can stop me. And he kind of like carries that through the story. It doesn't really change that in regard to like characterization of like the main character anyway, not uh, next level stuff, but it's solid. It's about what you would expect from this type of character, the immortals, his band of guys that he's with, like they're heroes of Persia. If you don't know where Persia is, Persia is modern day Iran, right? I don't, I can't tell if they're mercenaries or they're just, you know, uh, they're just hanging out and they're just like the elite soldiers of the Persian army that, that they, uh, they've been handpicked because of their skills and abilities, but they're really cool. I, you could almost say like, ah, oh, man, this is like the Marvels or the Avengers before the Avengers, right? This is the Persian version of Avengers. That's cool. I would love to see something carried on from that group, you know, in a future game. Another thing that stands out to you while you're playing is the mythology that is incorporated. It's a lot of, you know, it's Persian mythology. It's, you know, ancient mythology from that region of the world. The setting is Mount Kaif. You're fighting through the ruins of like a ancient fortress or a city that um, King Darius of Persia once he sat the throne there. And while you're going through there, you're meeting different characters and pieces taken from ancient you know mythology and that's a really intriguing aspect I, I love how they were able to like kind of bring that to the player uh, where you know we don't really get anything a lot of mythology outside of Norse mythology with Vikings or maybe some Japanese with you know samurais and stuff like that with uh, some of their uh, mythology we've been getting a lot, a lot of that lately but it's nice to see something kind of new so I'm mean, really enjoyed just playing through the game and saying, oh, what new mythology is going to pop up and I can see. And I was reading a Reddit the other day where somebody was commenting on uh, they were from Persia or they're from Iran. 
and how they were so pleased that after playing many, many games that touched you know lightly on mythology from that region, they were usually way off base. The developers at Ubisoft actually took the time to get a lot of this mythology correct. A lot of the the writing and stuff that's you know in the background, Sanskrit, I guess they would call it. It's how it's accurate. Like they really dove deep into making sure that they were providing a quality product that uh, respected a lot of the source materials that they were using to to make the game. Yeah, it's a it's a solid game. It's it you know just playing through a solid story, great voice acting, beautiful artwork. Great action, the side-scrolling action. We haven't really talked about the side-scrolling action yet. You know, the combat is smooth, just like any other Metroid-style game. You're going to have, like, you know, you're going to start off very basic, and you're going to acquire powers. And then, again, like I said, you're going to use those powers to expand the areas that you can get to. And then, hopefully, you're going to be able to combine all that into, like, this artistic combat as you're going through the more difficult situations where they start throwing a whole bunch of enemies at you. The boss battles, you start off with some basic boss battles where, you know, let me jump over you, get behind you, and I'll hit you in the heel. Even though you're 20 times bigger than me, I'll just keep sticking you in the ankle and eventually you'll bleed out. Yeah, that's typically like an Elden Ring. Like, man, that's if that isn't your go-to strategy coming out of the gate, combat roll behind the enemy then hack and sl- hack their ankle until they turn around or they they try to attack you and then you roll away, right? Same thinking here when the initial bosses you encounter, you know, it's not the it's not that complex of a strategy. You just got to figure, you know, figure to use the walls and everything to help your maneuverability in any given situation. But um, the one of the more intriguing aspects of this one is like there's some puzzles to the platforming that's involved. So you have special moves and stuff that you acquire that you, you're going to have to use those to solve puzzles to unlock areas, right? So it's not that it's like, whoa, that sounds difficult or that sounds like a little bit more than I could probably handle. And I thought that I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to? I'm like, I'm not a puzzle guy. Like, I don't like puzzles like Star Wars, the new uh, Star Wars uh, uh, Survivor and Fallen Order. They're having a lot of puzzles. Man, those are the least liked aspects of those games for me. It's not those type of puzzles. It's just like you trying, you kind of like using your intuition and the skills that you've that you've gotten, kind of maneuver through some areas. So it's not like, oh, do I need to answer a, a question or something? No, it's just maneuvering puzzles, basically. How how can I best maneuver through this? Just see, and, and that was going to be like my next question as far as like. How do you feel the mechanics are from somebody who has played those type type of games? And then if you were a new newcomer like myself, what would you would tell like the audience or tell somebody uh, you were talking about the game like to expect from, like you said, like the maneuvers of jumping on the wall, sliding, you know, hitting R2 where you could dash in the air, you know, um, like shooting the pedals to open up another pedal to jump on. Like what would you one, how did you feel about that as far as mechanics of the two? What would you tell somebody else like to kind of get ready for? Well, like I said, they kind of spoon feed you. They throw you into action to begin the game, but the action is basically, you know, jumping and attack. It's like, it's not that complex. You know, it's, it's two button combinations. But uh, as you progress through the game, they do a pretty good job of really spoon feeding you. 
right before uh, you get into new areas, like they introduce the concept that you're going to be using in the upcoming area. They're not throwing all kinds of concepts at you at once. So it's like they're spoon feeding you and then letting you have the opportunity to use that concept for or you know a level or two and then they're gonna oh well here's another concept that will add on top of that concept that movement and interestingly enough i actually found what i was going through there was a one of the immortals i think he was your captain when you find him in one of the levels he's like in an arena and he's like oh i'm glad you showed up we're gonna we're gonna do some training and it's a whole training level it's a free training level so you can train uh against enemies and it shows you like it, he he walks you through every combination that you can do, and then he has you do the combination until you get it right, and then you can quit any time. But it actually walks you through all the different different uh, combat techniques and stuff that you, you you can employ and how best you use them. Um, and he'll tell you too. He's like, oh, you want to use this against guys that are you know have a shield, you know, or use this one if you want to get up to a certain level, and then strike down on somebody and I'll let me show you an example right it's like they show you and there's you just got to get there and you spend time in that level so I spent a little bit of time in that level just to get some combos down and like oh yeah I would have never thought because when you're playing you're just button mashing and it's like oh let me just hit square three times forever I would use that same combo but it's like oh but wait if I just slow my button mashing down just a little bit, can it incorporate some more, you know, style or some more uh, other combo combinations within that, but just by slowing down instead of just mash, 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 mash. Yeah, it has it had a training level there. And it's not that far in. So it, it, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised when I came across it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can spend time here. When, when I beat the game, I can come back and like really hone those skills and like, see if I can do some speed running. So, it's a really good combination. And the fact that they, I, I don't think they developed this game. I don't think they spent a lot of time developing this game. I think they cranked this game. I think the original project was taken away from another developer, and then handed over to Ubisoft. And they, uh, with a lot of Ubisoft games, you know, they're either very alike or they're just not that great, right? Sometimes they'll hit the home run, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, home run. Black Flag, home run. But then you have all these other Assassin's Creed's in there that's eh, just okay. And interestingly, I, I did not know this, that the Prince Persian, it's been around for a while, that Assassin's Creed was born kind of out of Prince Persia. So I did not realize uh, that, that that was a, that was the origins of their Assassin's Creed series. Uh, they took a lot from Prince Persia. So, But yeah, this, uh, this game, Prince Persia, wonderful game. I I got PS5 edition, physical disc. I mentioned that physical disc, physical, physical disc, physical disc. disc. Way to go! And I'm loving it. It's a it's an excellent combination to our. I'm an excellent uh, addition to my collection, and hopefully, you know, it doesn't drag me down too much in the uh, in the uh, our uh, game draft <laughs> game drafting <laughs> that we did earlier in the year. But the score, uh, the scores that are coming on like Metacritic, you know, they're like 86 or something. I think solid. That's a good fair score. I think. I'm giving this a, you know, a thumbs up, play it or, you know, borrow it from somebody, play it. Uh, it's worth playing, uh, especially if you like side-scrolling Metroidvania style games. I do, and I would like to see more of this style game 
uh, come out from other, you know, either from Ubisoft or other developers take a cue from uh, from what they've done with this game. And I'm really uh, I'm really excited to see like uh, a side scroller Metroid game that can have a really deep story. I'm waiting for that to style game to come. But yeah, Prince of Persia, Lost Crown. Great game. Give it a try. Actually, great great conversation here because I was going to ask several things around that, but Vance actually addressed some of the questions I had. I, I only had just one random question, Tony. I know that we're that we're trying to, you know, you you gave a good summary, but did you ever come across that controversial AI generated NPC character, the voice that, where they record to, they forgot to record some NPC's voice and they made like made it with AI? Uh, I have not come across that character yet. I right, cool. I, I don't know if it would take away from me though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against AI per se in a situation like that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's being used there, but AI. I mean, yeah, it's kind of getting this label as like future villain. I don't know. I mean, we're taking away from artists. Maybe I don't know. There again, I don't know. But I have not come across that. Cool. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining us here on Good to Game Radio. Catch your other episodes. We got a new format and we'll be dropping, you know, a couple more episodes a week, a little bit more regular. And this is our our in 20 format where we're talking uh, talking specific games. So thanks for joining us and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. 